Hey, chosen one. So real quick, I just want to make this statement because the most high put this on my heart to speak to someone out there. There's someone as in you. Would you rather be faithful to man? And when I say man, I don't mean the actual gender. I mean mankind as in people, period, human. Would you rather be faithful to man who will disappoint you? It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, how big your heart is, how nice you are. None of that. That's a non-factor. Men will disappoint you at one point or multiple points in life, multiple times. So I'm not understanding, and I would love if you chose the one, send me a voice message. Because I'm really baffled and I'm marveled by this because these people would rather be faithful to mankind who bleed like them, but everybody else doesn't want to be faithful to someone that is not a flesh. I don't, I, I'm still not getting it. <laughs> they would rather be faithful to man that are, that it's a, Satisfaction guarantee, baby. Man is going to disappoint you once or multiple times at your life. So what's his to be faithful to a human who bleeds like you and loves like you than to be with God who will never, never disappoint you. Never. Like, that's not connecting. But the reason why... I said this is because all of my life, I've always treated boyfriends like husbands, okay? The reason being is that growing up, that is that is what I saw my mom do to my father, be a good wife. And a good mother, of course. But the point is, me being a wife is not the problem. It never was. It was me not having a husband. And I say that to say I was treating all of my boyfriends like husbands because that's what I know. That's the only thing I know. Goes to show as you parents out there or just us chosen ones, our, we don't really, when we grow up, we don't really do or duplicate what our parents taught us. We, we learn and we take on the habits that they show us and what they do. A lot of our minds, voices are from our parents. Our parents' voices are subconscious. Those are our conscious who tells us right from wrong if some of y'all or not had that luxury growing up. I refuse to be faithful to man until my God sends me the ordained man... And I'm talking about gender this time. I am going to focus on my purpose. I'm going to marvel in my purpose. I am going to be set. I am going to exercise my purpose because as long as you're busy doing God's work, He's going to bring you who He wants you to be with. He's gonna bring ooh, cute. He's gonna bring you your ordained woman. Or man. But in the meantime, you have to work on yourself. You can't be like, oh, I'm going to make, oh, I'm going to manifest this man. And I'm going to make, oh, on one side, 
I'm going to write down all the things I want. And on the next side, I'm going to write down, um, what, I, I lost my train of thought. On one side, <laughs> on one side, I'm going to write down all the things. See, that's, this is why I'm single because he is distracting me over here. Okay? Shoot. And nothing but the enemy. But um, one you want to manifest a man or woman like one side you put oh I want him to do this I want him to do that and then other side oh these deal, deal breakers you huh what are you talking about you would rather be faithful to someone that's gonna disappoint you who bleeds like you but you can't spend at least five to ten to fifteen minutes every day praying and talking to and and asking and loving and actually having that relationship with the most high who does not bleed like you who will never 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 let you down who will never hurt you but somebody who genuinely unconditionally loves you no matter what i mean what's the problem scripture of the day is as follows this is going to come from john chapter 6 verse 15 therefore knowing that they would come and take him by force to make him king jesus departed again to a mountain by himself alone i love that scripture because that goes to show that jesus is and was still as a chosen one he loved solitude. He loved being by himself because he knew who he was inside and he knew what he stood for. People tried to make him become king when all he wanted to do with his father's work. That goes to say is do your father's work and he'll bless you in more ways than one. Hey, Chosen One, if you don't know, now you know. So real quick, I'm not going to hold you long. <laughs> but I'm going to go ahead and explain to you why Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, was actually a chosen one. Now, one of the main factors of being a chosen one for me is solitude. I love to be alone because I am equipped with myself. I'm equipped with my patience, and I know who I am and what I stand for and my purpose in life because not only as a chosen one, but as a person, if you don't know your purpose in life, you're always going to be looking on the outside of you for something that is on the inside you know once everybody on the outside disappoints you or turns their back against you and you only have yourself that is when the true gospel and the the true finding of the self finding your purpose and the reason you're here you know god didn't just make you just to look pretty or handsome or have have commas in the bank account or have you know what i'm saying five cars when you only have two feet and two hands it does not work like that but um i'm gonna go ahead and back up my my facts i was about to say theory but <laughs> not at all i'm gonna back up my uh back up the facts so in john 4 10 it reads, Jesus answered to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Basically, in layman's terms, means that if you are here and you are not walking in your purpose, if you are here, oh, look at the baby. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> If you are not here... And you're not walking in your purpose. That means that you're just here. That means you're just living. Excuse me. That means you're existing. You're not living. So basically, if you knew the gift of God, which that little do you know, no matter what, God has planted a gift on each and inside each and every one of us. And if you don't know that gift, you're not just 
you're, you're just you're just existing you're not living in your purpose you're not living in your truth you're just here and you know um i was watching was it art yep that's what i was doing rc blakes i was watching and he and he broke it down really well and i love it because basically he was saying um you know when you go up to heaven that judgment day comes God is not going to sit here and ask you about your boyfriend or your husband or your wife or your girlfriend. He's going to ask you and be like, uh, yeah, all that's cool and all, but what did you do with the gift that I planted in you? Did you manifest it? Did you plant? Did you plant root? Let me see. Let me, what, what was your fruit? What was your fruit that you produced? What did you, what did you do with the manifestation that I planted inside of you? You're supposed to be fruitful and multiply, and that's what it means. You have to dig deep. It took me a long time to notice and realize and actually fathom about everything that you need is already inside of you. So if you're looking on the external, you really should be spending time alone in the internal, and that's why I love solitude. I love being by myself because there's a lot of people that can't handle my energy. There's a lot of people that don't know what to do with my frequency, hence them ghosting me or, you know, just doing me wrong. And that's one thing about being a chosen one as well. This may sound crazy, but stick with me. Hear me out. Because being a chosen one, specifically, people know your worth. People know who you are before you even know. Or they know that there is something, quote unquote, special about you that you're not like everybody else. Hence, especially, you know, um... When people come back from your past and they're like, oh, blah, you know what I'm saying? They want to they wanna shoot the um, shiitake mushroom. They want to shoot it. But you're like, hey, I've given you your chance. I've sat there in your face. You've seen me cry. You've seen me pray to God. You've seen me pour my heart out to you. So when I finally messed up the strength and the courage to leave, now you're looking like boo-boo the fool, baby. No, it's time for you to apply at a different circus. <laughs> but um, another another verse that really, really touches me is 422 you worship what you do not know we know what we worship for salvation is of the jews in layman's term that translate is that you would rather worship these celebrities because they have nice cars and nice houses and they have number one singles and their records are going gold and their records are going platinum but you don't know you don't know what they did to get to where they are now so why would you worship something that you know nothing about but if you open your word you can know God's purpose, his plan, what he's going to do, what he doesn't take, what what you can't fathom, what you can't suffice is in his word, it's written down. See, those people that you worship as celebrities or basketball players, anything, any, anything, any person that you worship outside of the Lord and Savior, it, it's not fathomable. Because guess what? We are here for a good time, not a long time, and that's saying... You know, you have all these celebrities and, you know, people that are externally outside of you. You're worshiping them, but you don't know what they had to do to get there. You, you, don't, you don't know what they had to give up. You don't, you don't know who they had to sacrifice to get to where they are. But you're worshiping, you're praising them, and they don't even know you. Those people don't know you. So why would you worship somebody that don't even know you when you can worship the Most High that he, he can help you and know you? My thing is this. There is a key to life. Okay, you the key is planted inside of you, baby, but you have to get it. You have to cough it up, literally, just like that saw um that saw uh episode not episode movie. I don't know. I don't know which one it is. Y'all can uh, leave a voice message and let me know because I I, I want to watch it again. But if y'all don't remember, it was a challenge where 
Like, he had a key in his stomach or something like that. And I think it was a key to a door or a lock or something like that. And he had to cough it up. I think it was on a, a fish hook or something. He had to pull it. Long story short, the key, everything that you need for your purpose is inside of you. It's internal, baby. It's not external. And if you have, if you have difficulty of being alone, you need to be alone. Because at the end of the day, the bunk bed, I mean, caskets don't have bunk beds. It's only you. When your day comes, you think that God's going to be like, oh, hey, oh, uh, yeah, bring your best friend. Let's No, no, baby. It's about you because you're an individual. If you are an individual and you do not like being alone or maybe you don't like it but you can stand it, that's fine as well too. But if you feel like you always need somebody to amp you up or you, if you feel somebody, if you feel like you always have to have somebody to love you and be there for you and 24-7 and being alone scares the bejesus out of you, then you need to get it together. You need to be alone with yourself. Because if you don't know yourself, that's how people trample over you. That's how people see your worth and still treat you like crap. Come on, baby. It's like a magic egg. Being a chosen one is like a magic egg. Everybody sees it. Everybody loves it. Everybody tastes it from time to time. But when people don't know your words, that's when they start to peel your outer shell. They season you up real good, season you up with their words, a.k.a. salt and pepper. And then they bite you, and they eat you whole. They eat you whole because you do not know what's up inside of you, which is that yolk. All right, so another scripture is four th John 4.36. And I'm going to try to listen to this. Watch this. Yet the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeks such to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship him in the spirit and the truth. So it says at the beginning the hour is coming. Do you really think that this pandemic is an accident? If you if you see you see how this world is, you live in it just like I do. Everything is just rampant. Everything is going haywire. Everything people are dying in massive numbers every day. So what makes you so different? Because when that day comes and you all you're doing is working at fast food or you know what I'm saying, you're doing something that you don't have any business, then where are you gonna go? You spend all this time on this earth. Worrying about what other people say, pleasing others, being a people pleaser, putting your soul on the line after God has already told you what he wants from you, what he requires from you. And what do you do? Waste it away. And that's, that's not well because guess what? When that day comes, you're going to be looking crazy and he's going to be looking at you just like you're looking at him. He's inquisitive. He has that right. So whatever he puts inside of you, baby, you have to multiply. You have to be fruitful, multiply. You can't just let it go go off the walls and then be like, oh, I don't know. Baby, yes, you do. You have to dig deep. Just like how you want to get to know all these men and all these women, dig deep like that. Instead of, oh, I'm going to oh, get to know him because I've been manifesting him. Or, oh, yeah, she, she fine, bro. She fine. She going to be my wife, bro. That's the one. How about you dive deep into yourself like that? And then when the person is ready for you to come, the right one, you won't have to question it at all whatsoever. But if you are not living in your purpose, if you do not know the most high, you're going down. 
And I mean literally and figuratively because he knows. He already has marked his chosen ones. He's already he already knows who worships him and who worships the devil. It's there's no in between, baby. And if you are in between, you don't worship the devil or God, then baby, you lost. You are lost on the spectrum. I don't mean to yell, y'all. Y'all know I'm passionate. Oh Lord, this hangnail is hanging. Oh Lord. All right. Oh Lord. Okay, so 436. He who weeps, come down, Jazz. He who reaps, receives wages. I said receives, or receives wages, and gathers fruit that leads to eternal life, that both he who sows and who he who reaps may rejoice together. So, as you know, the book of Joseph talked about him being the king of dreams. He was the king interp he was the interpreter of dreams. If y'all have watched my other podcast episodes, maybe about like one or two um episodes prior to this one, you know exactly what I'm talking about because during those 7 years, he was getting all of his harvest. He was getting everything because the 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 country, the country lord, Egypt was about is Egypt a country? Oh lord. Anyway. <laughs> um that's what I'm saying. So with Joseph he had to go ahead and make sure that he had enough enough to harvest, enough to be able to supply for not only him and his people, but for all of Egypt. Because he had that dream of everything being famine. So you reap what you sow. It goes hand in hand. So if you, as of now, let's say, you, you know what I'm saying? If this is your planting season, you have to plant. You have to take root and bear fruit. So when your harvest season comes, you can reap everything that you have sold, everything that you have cried for, everything that you have worked for, everything that you have bled and sweat for. That's basically what that stands for, and I love that as well. Um, another one is 448. Then Jesus said to him, unless you see signs and wonders, you will not believe. That goes to show as in, I can speak on the signs especially, but you have to be in your purpose. You have to, you have to pre-position yourself for God to bless you with whatever you want. Y'all don't understand. Why would you sit here and work for the man? Work for the government or whoever you work. It doesn't really matter. If you're not working for the Lord, then what are you doing, to be honest? But my thing is, I'm not going to sit here and let the government tell me when I can work, how much I can make. When they slave me to death, I'm not doing it. That's another sign of being a chosen one as well, is that you don't want a 9 to 5. You don't flourish and a nine to five as a chosen one because you know your worth. You know you like, uh, excuse me? Like who? No, baby. That is exactly why once I started walking into my purpose, the most high told me to quit my job. Because finally I was ready for what he what he already blessed me to do. I was ready to walk into my purpose. And I walk by faith and not by sight. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Hebrews eleven one. Excuse me. No, 11-1. Yeah, I'm right. You know, the ones get me going. But that that's how it is. You reap what you sow, whether it's in finances or whether it's in day-to-day -day life. You know, you always, you always get what you give. So people have to see to believe. And that's why you cannot see to believe. You have to walk by faith and not by sight. Because if you wait to see something with your eyes and not your spirit, baby, you're going to be waiting all day. And we don't have any time. There's no time to waste. Okay, we're we, now we're about to have a what Superman gonna be bisexual? Like, what is you? What what are y'all doing? 
That man who created the comments did not pass away for this foolishness. Whew, don't get me started. Uh, let's see. All right, so John chapter 5 verse 22 reads, The Father judges no one and has committed all judgment to the Son, that all men should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. And Layman's charge is basically saying that because, let's say for me, for instance, I'm a chosen one. I don't want y'all to honor me, but I want y'all to listen and hear me, hear what I have to say because the Most High sent me to talk to you. He's speaking through me to get to you, to make things not really more broader, but more fathomable that you can actually wrap your head around it. It won't be so overwhelming. So the Jesus Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, just, just like I said at the beginning, he is a chosen one. He does the judging. He judges you. He doesn't judge you about how much money you have. He doesn't judge you about um, how, how many kids you have. He doesn't judge you about your cars. He doesn't judge you about none of that. He judges you about what's on the inside of you, your heart. He sees your heart. He does not, he absolutely does not look for the outside he doesn't judge the outside he judges the inside the outside is superficial he judges your heart your mind your body and your spirit which is synergy he judges the things that no one can see to the naked eye it's time to get it together or he'll get it together for you period people have to really you have to really muster up the courage to say hey i don't care what they say i don't care how they feel i'm gonna do what the most High told me because i want everlasting life god already picked his chosen ones and i don't believe in coincidences before i stepped into my purpose before i got closer to the most high i would believe in coincidences but i don't I don't anymore because I know who I'm working with. I know who I stand for. I know who I am and I know my purpose. There's no such thing as coincidences, chosen one. That that means the reason why you're listening is because you're a chosen one. You know, the, the seed of the enemy is not going to listen to it. But let's say if they do. Look here, they don't know what to do because they're like, what? What is she talking about? Like the enemy, like if you're not a chosen one and you're here... Either you're in between or you're an enemy. Either way, that doesn't help either. Like, I, I did this to benefit yo, you. I did this to walk on my purpose. I did this for my Father God because this is what he told me to do. But if you are not a chosen one, why are you here? God makes no mistakes. Y'all know this. All right? I'm almost done. I'm going to give y'all a few more verses and I'm going to go. John 5:28 reads, do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come out. Those who have done good to the resurrection of life and those who have done evil to the resurrection of judgment. I can do nothing of myself as I hear, I judge. My judgment is just because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. Ooh, I feel the Holy Spirit. That's one of my favorite verses because especially about uh, not seeking your own will. Oh my gosh, y'all. Okay, so real quick. Maybe like a few months ago, I actually found out that yes, it's good to pray for people, but don't go don't pray for people harder than what you pray for yourself. That's what I, I had a biggest mistake because I was a chosen one. I'm an empath. I always attract narcissists. As empaths, we attract energy vampires. They suck everything out dry. Little do they know we cover by the blood of Jesus, baby. We have an unlimited supply. But when you do something or when you think about something, when you want to throw your all at something, 
You have to think about it. Are you going to seek your own will or are you going to ask the most high? Because I used to, I, I recently found out that it wasn't of God. It wasn't just about praying and, and praying for other people and saying, oh, I hope he or she does this. So I hope this, that, and the third. That is not our job. Our job is to find our purpose and bring people to God. There's no other way around it. That's what we're here for. So if you're sitting here, oh, I wish you would do this, or I wish you would do that, or no, 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 no. That's not how it works. You're human. You can't change people's minds or hearts. And if you do, you just can't. It's not going to stick. It's not. And what I also like is that he knows who comes. For He knows who worships him. He knows who's very authentic. He knows the, the fake false prophets. He is the all-knowing God. So why would you sit here and play with this man when he... He went to glory at the age of 33. And he was, I mean, that man was savagely beat. For us, he died for our sins because, so we can sin. He had no sin in him, but he died because of us. So you going to sit here and tell me that you're going to repay him by doing nothing? So you're going to repay him by going back the way you came? Huh? No, 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 no. You're supposed, whatever, you're supposed to find out whatever he planned inside of you, bring it back, manifest, flourish. And then when your judgment day comes, you have nothing to worry about. You're actually excited. And that's the thing about it, too. A lot of people are so scared of dying. But in all honesty, if you or somebody else you know are, are terrified of dying, baby, you have to think about it. That means you're not living right. Because, oh, okay, perfect example. So my mom was saying that, you know, about the whole the whole um vaccine and everything i had my thoughts on it and i was skeptical because i was like oh no it's a conspiracy it's a pandemic which it is okay i'm gonna make a webisode about that too but because i'm walking in my purpose and because i got closer to god i'm not scared of dying that is not my biggest fear my biggest fear is dying and not doing what god told me to do my biggest fear is dying and not doing what he wanted me to do on earth. I don't want to go back to him if I have not fulfilled my purpose that he planted inside of me. I refuse because that's a whole different type of shame. Yeah, you thought you disappointed your parents and you thought you was feeling shameful. Go ahead, look here. Go ahead and keep living the rest of your life and not doing what God told you to do and see what happened. Since so you're going to be hurt. And I mean in all aspects. Okay, so I'm just here. I'm not here for me. I'm here for you and my father. I'm the middleman. I'm the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger, baby. Because I know where I'm going. You must find your purpose in life. And I just found my purpose because working at McDonald's on drive through front and all that, that, that's not my purpose. Customer service is bomb, yeah, but that's not why God put me here. I'm serving his people because it's time. He's given us, he gives you all your life to find him. He gives you all your life to, to convert. He gives you all your life to walk in your purpose. So on the last day when we're on your deathbed, you want to talk to him? No, baby. And one of my favorite quotes is, you don't know how good God is until you know how good God is. Because it comes to the point where nine times out of ten, if you feel like you have nothing to live for, or if you feel so alone, you feel empty, God is the only one. And that's what happens as well. Sometimes he will knock you down. He will knock you down rock bottom. Because you got to think of it. 
if he knocks you down rock bottom, the only way to go is up, baby. So that means that he can work you and mold you. Same thing with Joseph when he was um when he was incarcerated because that wife lied on him and said that Joseph raped her. He was in jail for years, but he made the best out of a situation. He was planting, he was helping other people. And at that time, Joseph hit rock bottom because his brothers already, you know, disowned him and sold him as a slave. So he's doing what he's supposed to do. He's fulfilling his purpose. And then he goes to jail and he's like, you know, I need help. You know, he was interpreting the other dreams of the cup barrier and the baker, like I said, in the other episode. And he wanted people, he wanted to tell them like, hey, tell tell your tell your leader, you know, what I do, what I did. Tell your leader that I know how to interpret dreams and your dreams came true. And they was like, yeah, yeah, they will. But it never came up until years later. That's when he got out. Joseph hit rock bottom. But guess what? That's when God delivered him and made him the ruler of all Egypt because he was faithful. He was faithful over many. So he was ruler over a lot. And that's when his brothers came back with their head hung low. What goes around comes around, honey. Matter of fact, what goes around is always on its way back around. You get what you give. If you put out positivity, love, and light, that's what you're going to get. If you if you put out negative and darkness and worshiping everything else but God himself, that's what you're going to get. You're going to look foolish. Now, I'm not going to pressure you to walk into, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to pressure you to walk your purpose because I know where I'm going. Hell, y'all be, you ever burnt yourself? You ever burnt yourself, eat something hot? Can you imagine? Like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't want to be a middleman. I don't want, like, when Judgment Day and he lays eyes on me and I'm sitting here looking scared because I didn't do, I was just existing. And being, yes, I'm a good person. Yeah, like, I don't, I just, that's my biggest fear because it's like, okay, go up here. Just imagine when you go up to him, Judgment Day. And you just sit here like, oh my God, like you sweating, you scared. So he look at you and then you're thinking to yourself like, oh my gosh, I was a good person. He gonna send me to hell like, I was a good person. You know, I always thought about people for myself and you know, I always prayed and all this other stuff. But were you walking in your purpose? Being a good person and having a big heart is not good enough. Trust me, I know. Once you be a good person and you always put people before yourself, sooner rather than later, they're going to step all over you. They're going to break your heart. They're going to rip it out, step on it, and then try to give it back to you. When God said, ah, 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 leave that there. Let me repair. <laughs> Look here. He's going to say, ah, ah. If they step on your heart, then it beat it down to the ground, and it's on the ground just looking at you, and you looking at it. God's like, don't touch that. I will recreate. I will refurbish you a new heart, but it has to be made of me and through me. That's all there is to being chosen. Be, you have to live in your purpose because you have a bigger destiny. You have a bigger purpose than what whatever you're doing now. Hey, chosen one. Thank you for your time once more. Here are some quotes, and I hope that they find you well. Vulnerability is the birthplace of love. Belonging joy, courage, empathy, and creativity. It is the source of hope, empathy, accountability, and authenticity. If we want greater clarity in our purpose or deeper and more meaningful spiritual lives, vulnerability is the path. Brene Brown. Life is filled with unanswered questions, but it is the courage to seek those answers that continues to give meaning to life. 
You can spend your life wallowing in despair, wondering why you were the one who was led towards the road strewn with pain, or you can be grateful that you are strong enough to survive it. J.D. Strode. Free yourself from the complexities and drama of your life. Simplify. Look within. Within ourselves, we all have the gifts and talents we need to fulfill the purpose we've been blessed with. Steve Maraboli.